one is this? Bow Boys with Pete and Josh. What's the other one? Pedro Boys with... Okay, and this isn't <clears> that one, though. No. Nope. Oh, okay. Pa-pa-boys! Thanksgiving edition! What are yeah. we thankful for? Po-boys! Yeah. Go Star Wars! Go Thanksgiving! Yeah! Now, if you're like me and you're going to watch... Oh, this is coming out on Thanksgiving. It's coming out on Thanksgiving, so happy... Thanksgiving. Um, Happy holidays. We're not going to be super woke about it, so let's just say everybody enjoys having Thursday, Friday off. Most people have Friday off. Um, I don't, we don't think that that's even a little bit accurate. What? Most people have Friday off? No, they don't. I mean, they could take Friday off. They don't. Most people don't get Friday off. Really? Most employers don't give Friday off? Like, you don't have Friday off? Oh. I mean, I do, but I took it. With my own bare hands. Huh. Most people That's get so sad. Out. Oh, oh, man. Is this some sort of backdoor pilot for you bragging about your... No, no. I'm actually... <laughs> I just assumed. That's me thinking, you know, better of the world. Um, Look, wow. big news in Star Wars covering, land, and we've got the inside scoop. Yeah. Oh, are we really going to talk about this? Uh, look, I know JJ doesn't want to point fingers, and he is not allowed to. That's very kind of him. He is a public face of Star Wars right now. He is on the press circuit. He is the face of Rise of Skywalker. He has a blue check mark on his Twitter account. Yes. We declined the blue check mark. We are not the face of Rise of Skywalker. We are the soul and heart of Rise of Skywalker. We are not the face. We are not the public face. We can say the things JJ cannot. We're the inspiration for Rise of Skywalker. Yes. We are the inspiration for Rise of Skywalker. We're the spark uh, that script. fueled the episode 9 Rise of Skywalker. Sure. JJ, a uh, story we've known for a while now, but JJ told, uh, I think it was Good Morning America, he mentioned... GMA. That an actual IRL script for episode 9... Made it out into the world because an unnamed star left it under their pillow at a hotel. It wound up on eBay. Disney, luckily, I guess for them, got wind of it. And they bought it. And they were able to uh, secure that leak, you know, as as uh, as minimally as, as they could. Wow. Um, but, you know, somebody's at fault here. And he would not admit who it was. I know who it is. I know exactly who it was. Yeah. And I'm I'm curious which one of us will say something first. Because well, that will be who it ends up being. And I know I know who it was. I know I know and who I it know was. I know you know who it was. I know I know who it was. I definitely know yeah, who me it too. was. Yeah, me too. Yeah, we both know. Yeah. So. Um, it's, it was Claude. Claude? It was Claude. Really? Capital K, L-A-U-D. Claude. Male slug like alien with yellow skin. Uh, it was actually Claude uh, and and Greg Grunberg. Man, Greg Grunberg. He, yeah. he takes Old the Snap whole Wexley. Star Wars community for granted because he doesn't deserve like three books to be written after him. And well, I guess um, Spark of a Resistance is also features um, Snap. And then on top of that, like, 
He sleeps so weird. I could never sleep with my script under my pillow. I just couldn't do it. Yeah. Yeah. Now, we have not been able to narrow down responsibility to one party, but ever since the picture of the two of them kind of debuted at Star Wars Celebration Chicago, Greg and Claude have been pretty inseparable. And Greg got a switch. Claude can't play the switch. He has no arms or legs, but he likes to watch Greg play. So the two of them will stay up till all hours of night watching and or playing Nintendo Switch. I don't know what they're playing. Probably Dark Souls. Greg keeps texting me. I think Oscar gave Greg my number, which is near the top of the list of things that I will be screaming at Oscar when I get into my cups at Thanksgiving. But I suspect the two of them were hanging out at the hotel and they fell asleep doing their Switch thing. You know, and then they wake up. They've been decimated in Dark Souls. They're in a panic. They leave. One of them, or both, I mean, they're much... The two of them are so much less than the sum of their parts together. You know, they they bring out the worst in each other. Yeah. Um, Greg and Claude are to blame. And, I mean, are there going to be consequences? No. Um... But this is yeah, just, unfortunately not. This is just even though it was specifically written into their contract that yeah malfeasance such as this would come with consequence. But it is going to affect their marketing and their negotiating power on future projects because oh yeah they're going to be paid substantially yeah, less. Yeah, for episode 10. like you ever notice why you never saw Wedge after episode six until episode nine maybe. Yeah. <laughs> It's because of little snafus like this, but this that you know that was back with like a beeper incident. We're not going to get yeah. into it. Um, yeah. Well, Dennis Lawson, who plays Wedge, left his beeper in a tanning bed and uh, leaked the script for Return of Jedi. Yeah, yeah. and um, he just leaked it, and yeah. um, it was a whole thing. He wouldn't even talk about it. Um, we actually found out when we were at a um, this like a wine and cheese like not a big event but more of like a hey meet the executives kind of situation at disney um when they rolled out deborah chow and ewan mcgregor for the obi-wan project Mm -hmm. and ewan you know we don't know ewan a whole lot um because he he knows us well. Yeah, but yeah. We have not really gotten. And to and that's that's yet. actually a Disney thing because they told him, hey, keep it quiet. So for four years, you know, he couldn't hang out with any of his Star Wars friends, um, right. and he was just saying secrets left and right, like, hey, what happened? Look what happened to Uncle Denny. And I'm like, you call him Uncle Denny? That's weird. <laughs> um, but then that's you know how we found that out. So Greg Grumberg. Um, you're canceled, most likely. Not right now, but um, and Claude, you were you were hanging on by a thread to begin with, buddy. Yeah. I don't know what you thought, what clout you thought you had. What I I it I don't even know what you were thinking, Claude. I'm. I would say I'm disappointed, but I never thought that highly of you to begin with. I don't know. Whatever. Look, episode nine is less than a month away. I have watched Last Jedi. I have finished my rewatch. I'll probably watch seven and eight again week of, but I'm primed and ready, baby. I have watched um, episode seven, episode eight. 
Um, I wasn't planning on doing a full rewatch, and then Disney Plus happened. So yeah. I yeah. have currently watched episode one and two. Nice. Um, I probably will watch some more. Um, on my end, I've actually consumed both of the lead-up books. Um, just oh, right, episode right, right. nine. That have basically the same name. Yeah, like Spark of a Resistance and... I don't even... Resistance Spark. <laughs> it, might, it might be that bad. Rise of the Resistance. <laughs> I don't... It might... I don't even... I don't even remember. Um... So, there's that. Um... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I won't get into any spoilers because there really weren't any. Um... And nothing really happened. At some point... They, As is the EU's want. Yeah, at some point they hang out with like Ewok rabbits in one of them. Hmm. Um, and then in another one, they go to Ryloth. So, um, didn't see that one coming. If I had bought the paper copy, I would have <laughs> I would have thrown my book. But I read off my iPad. Noted Ryloth head Pete. Yeah, I was surprised that it um, survived the purge. Because if I'm the First Order, I would be like, Ryloth, more like Byloth, goodbye! Oh! Oh, no! Yeah. Now, it wasn't as Ryloth heavy, and I didn't hate it as much as I normally hate Ryloth, but I still hated it. Because it made it seem like, oh, you're my only hope, Ryloth, and I'm like, shut up, Ryloth. Um, So there's that. And then there's a bunch of like side characters that if they're they make episode nine, the book explains it. Um, so it's just like various old people in the background. Um, one that um, I think is going to be in it is uh, Riken. Do you remember him? Refresh my memory. Um, the name sounds familiar. Oh yeah, the guy from Hoth. yeah, the guy from Hoth. Which yeah. means he'd be like eighty, and I think in the book yeah. he's like struggling to walk, and and Leia's like, "I need your mind," and I'm like, "No, you don't. Just leave him alone." Noted Ryloth head and ageist Peter. Um, yeah. Well, I mean, at this point, you know, I'm all about the character from The Mandalorian. So, age before beauty. No. <laughs> sure. Sure. Um, um, is that is that well known at this point? Like, has the internet Age Before Beauty? No, the the Mandalorian spoiler. Like, does everybody know because of okay. the internet? I mean, so yes and no. The internet has posted it out there. It's it's out there in the world, and you you can definitely stumble upon it without looking for it. But I've spoken to people who have not come across it and don't really know. and I'll say like, hey, have you heard anything about the Mandalorian? There's this big thing everyone's talking about. And they'll say no, because I um, showed it to a friend who doesn't have Disney Plus, And I was like, has it been spoiled for you? And I'm like, he's like, no. And then he's like, oh, but there's this. And I'm like, that's the main spoiler. And he's like, oh, OK, I guess so. Um, <laughs> nice. But so we have Last Jedi, um, Rise of Skywalker. That's less than a month away, mm-hmm. which is insane. Um, where are you at in Fallen Order? 
I'm done. Where are you at? Really? Okay. Um, I'm at the last chapter. Okay. But I play that game with walkthroughs, so I already know what happens. <laughs> because there's sometimes those dumb puzzles where, like, I do it and it still doesn't work. And then I just, like, in, like in the, if this was the 90s, I would have thrown my controller against the wall. But now I can just watch somebody that beat it and then repeat the action. Oh, my gosh. So um, I'm pleasantly surprised with it. Um, we'll cover it in greater detail at some point. Yeah, the next time we have a lull, which is probably going to be like the beginning of 2020 or something, after we, we're done with Rise of Skywalker. Which, honestly, will probably work out that we wait a little bit. I'm sure there's a bunch of people who are going to get the game for... Christmas. You know, Christmas and over the holidays and stuff, and, you know, maybe by January uh, be able to play it, and we can talk about that. Well, it's like, it's a filler episode for us. But it's one that we like. A lot of times we're trying to do filler episodes on topics and we're like, what are we going to talk about? Like the Game of Thrones guys getting um, a nod for the movies and then leaving. But um, I'm generally looking forward to talking about that when we do. Yeah, it'll be fun. Star Wars Resistance, though. Let's go, Pete. You know I got to get to the gym. Okay. Um, we got ra- Rendezvous Point. Which is Rendezvous Point. Episode eight. Season two, episode eight. Episode eight. eight. Um, the premise is Doza attempts to meet a resistance pilot from his past. Understatement of the year. Uh, meanwhile, the pilot has been captured yeah. <laughs> by the first order. Bum bum bum. So <clears throat> um, this episode is basically they are we we start in the middle of a battle. And the aces are getting destroyed yet again. Um, although we don't know, like, they didn't show Tam or Chase Rucklin as the pilots. Like, do you think that they were involved in that? Uh, apparently, originally they were. Mm-hmm. So it's assumed that they were um, or assumed that they weren't? I don't think so. I think the fact that they... I don't know if they ever did the scene completely, but on StarWars.com it mentioned that they were originally going to be part of that. Uh, I imagine they got trimmed for time or something. <clears throat> so they have to leave, and then this resistance pilot gets captured. And Yeah, they, they leave, and the second they leave, she shows up. There's not a lot of nuance to this episode. Like You can explain it pretty quickly. She gets captured. Yeah. You want to see who can explain it quickest? I assume it's going to be you. <laughs> That's not true. you got to pull background and talking very fast. Yeah, I can talk quickly, but succinctly, I mean, it's it's basically Resistance Pilot gets captured. Um, she is Doze's mom. Six. Six. And uh, Tora's Tor mom. And then... They're like, hey, let's go rescue her. Let's go rescue her. And they never do because I don't know why. And then she escapes and then has a conversation with Tam. And that's pretty much it. 21 seconds. That's not bad. Yeah, well, if you weren't timing me, I would have done it even faster. Are you sure about that? Um, so we find out that the Resistance pilot is Vanessa. But in Star Wars, it's... Um, with an E um, at the A. 
Um, Doza, she has a, an X-Wing. Are you sure it's pronounced Vanessa? What, Vanessa? I feel like they, I don't think it, they pronounce it Vanessa in the show. Like, okay, well, that's all I'm saying but right now. I don't have my act together, so whatever. I, I'm a little perturbed because uh, Disney Plus, Disney Now app, which I'm appreciative to have access to, but when you pause, I like to pause during the credits and read all the characters and see all the fun names uh, of people who play it. But when you pause in the Disney Now app, the little bar on the bottom stays up and it blocked that character's name and the voice actress. So oh, I can find... I never actually got to I can find that out real quick. Bump, 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 I mean, finding I mean, out. Tasia Valenza is Vanessa Doza. And she has no other things on her um, credits for Wikipedia. So hmm. she only, she barely exists right now. <laughs> well, as far as Wikipedia is And that's, I mean, that's the gold standard, right? I mean. And don't look at uh, Bowboys in Wikipedia. Actually, I'm going to, you know, since we both have Wikipedia up here, I'm just, I'm just, hmm, boys playing Texas in the, Texas in the Wikipedia. Uh, oh, wow, lots of info. Cool. No need to look it up. No need to look it up, um, listeners. We are on I think this episode, Wikipedia. For me... Started strong. I like when we're dropped into the middle of the action. Uh-huh. I think that's how Star Wars movies tend to work as well. Is so often it is as if you are waking up and something is already happening. You know, that's part of what makes it feel like a realer world, despite being a long time ago in galaxy far, far away that also doesn't exist. Mm-hmm. Is it doesn't wait for you to start. You always drop into Star Wars as it is unfolding. And I think this was, you know, similar to that episode we both really enjoyed with Flix and his home planet from below. That started, you know, decisions had already been made, action was already being taken, um, just like in this episode. So it started off strong, um, and then you know we get Tam back. Can we, let's uh, let's stop for a second. Episode, let's stop for a second. Okay. It kind of disappointed me how they poorly they performed against the First Order again. After you go through all that stuff mm-hmm. about like team building, and then just nothing happens. Yeah, but you gotta figure like they don't have like a mission really in the you know they're just biding time. So what do you even do with that? Like yeah. as pilot, I mean you can tell they're frustrated. They're all frustrated. They express their frustration with Doza as they should. I mean they they have no clear objective. They have no clear time limit. It's just all right. We're gonna hang out in space and wait. I mean, I guess their only objective is to defend uh, the Colossus, but I mean, how how successful and how good can they be when you know they're just they're just out there? They're just all right. Fly around, fly around. Don't let them blow us up. Just just keep flying around. Yeah, fair enough. At infinitum until you know. So I yeah I don't you know no amount of team building will make that uh, bearable for them. I'm sure. Um, we get we get the return of Tam here, and we get. Let's just skipping through the plot here. The big thing this week for me was, as I've been saying since the end of last season, uh, we've not gotten a clear, hadn't anyway, gotten a clear idea of whether or not Tam knew the extent of what the First Order had done. Specifically, did you know they blew up Hosmium Prime? Mm-hmm. And here, 
Nessa? I know that's not her name. Ms. Doza. Mrs. Ms. Doza Sr. Uh, Tori's mom. Says in front of her. Thor's mom. Says, you know, they blow up planets. Tam does not react to that. She hears it. She doesn't react to it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm taking that as not only does she know she knew, she has known. This is not new information to her. Um, and now I, I mean, that really makes her character all the more, like, I just, I can't. Hey. The character we met in season one, it makes no sense to me that she would be willing. Tam's, Tam's the worst. To, I just. I. I like very, Niku more than her now. It reminds me of The Walking Dead, where I've not watched it in years, but in its early seasons, The Walking Dead was so eager to sacrifice character for utter nonsense. Mm-hmm. Uh, and people will talk about, like, oh, Lori, Lori's horrible. Oh, Andrew's yeah, horrible. Lori. No, yeah, they weren't. The writing was. They're bad. The writing did them no favors. And they did no favors. You know, the, the writing had them doing things that didn't add up. That made no sense. I'm not saying this is as bad as all that, but I get a similar kind of feeling where it's just like, you know, on paper, the character Tam, the performance of Tam, I can appreciate these things, but the writing and what they're having her do, I don't, I have a hard time believing the Tam we meet in season one is willing to look past the murder of billions of people to fly a time. Yeah, but it's also something of... Um, you know, she probably can't even fathom that, right? Like, it's just so far-fetched. That's, yeah, the death of one is a tragedy kind of deal, I guess. Yeah. Now, the... But I... Yeah, I don't know. I think one of my favorite parts was just Tam getting clowned over and over again. Um, like, uh, Vanessa's droid, that um, old um, R2 unit... Torch. Um, she got zapped like twice, right? At least once. Well, no, the torch zapped her, and then she got right. stunned again. Yeah. Oh, stunned. Yeah, yeah. You got to understand, Pete. Zapped and stunned are two different things. Um, two sides of the same Vanessa? coin. It's got to be Vanessa, right? Vanessa. I, it's definitely not Vanessa. I would have heard Vanessa. I did watch this episode. I do swear. Nobody's We're, accusing you of not watching the episode. Last week, we did such a good episode. And this one... This one sucks. Um, it's Tora's birthday. Did we talk about that? No, and nobody cares. Are there <laughs> birthdays in space? I guess so. Yeah, we learned that. Birthdays, by the way... Entered into Star Wars continuity. Oh my gosh! You just canon. keep saying it's Star Wars Rebels. You just keep saying the it's Star Wars dumbest it's Star Wars Rebels things that nobody cares about. That's canon in Star Wars. Like, oh look at bathrooms are canon uh-huh. now. Oh look at oh, mm-hmm. what was the other one? I forget what it is. Um, okay, I'll let you. So I'll let you go on. I then. think um, Doza's wife is awesome. Um. She, her, the the character design and the voice acting was really good. Um, her helmet, is that an, a, an A-Wing helmet? Huh? Is her helmet one for a, A-Wing pilots? Whatever. Okay. <laughs> See that you're 
on one end of the mood swing. Um, we also <laughs> see that um, a couple things are now canon um, in the Star Wars universe. Oh, boo, don't talk about that. That's um, dumb. She, uh, B- Vanessa mentions Bakura and Lehan. Le- Lehan. Um, okay, so she mentions a few things. Those two I didn't recognize. Um, that's because neither of us ever played KOTOR. Oh. Um, no. And both of them are from um, some book in the Star Wars Legends. One is the Truce at Bakura. And then um, Lehan is also called Rakata Prime, which is from Knights of the Old Republic. So. Gotcha. Well, since you're bringing that up and we're allowed to talk about what is and isn't canon again. This is a big week for us, uh-huh. I don't know if you remember that we are even playing Raylo Bingo. Nope. But but this week, we both got X's, baby. Really? I got an X? You did. You're welcome for me telling you, because I knew as soon as they said it in the episode, and I didn't even have to look it up, because I read the comic books, blah, 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 I, of course, get... Someone is someone's mom. Oh, Boom. wow. Nailed it. Right over the free space, baby. Uh, she mentioned, similar to the throw-off comment that, that you mentioned with the Bakura and Lahan, she mentions what they did to escape Terex. Uh-huh. Terex is not a place, similar to Lando. It is a man. Yep. And he's, a, he's a guy working for the First Order. He's introduced in the Poe Dameron comic book from mm-hmm. Marvel. Uh, pretty cool villain. If you are at all interested in, in uh, checking that out, kind of got his uh, little little extreme alt right mohawk, a little bit of a mustache there. But he's he's a cool character. He's got a cool backstory. He's a guy who defects from the Empire after they're defeated on Jakku uh-huh. and kind of goes into the underworld, becomes kind of a kingpinish really? figure. And then the First Order convinces him to come back to the fold, and he. Uh, He's he's some sort of agent, or you know, first order security bureau. He's agent. he's a so he's named a figure. First order equivalent of um, Callus, kind of. Yeah. Well, their names are just so dumb. Like the name for the first order agent in um that um oh my gosh, why is the name escaping me? The Galaxy's Edge book. Mm-hmm. Is Archex? Is Archex? Archex. Archex. A R C H E X. Archex. This is Terex. Next next one's probably gonna be Spandex. <laughs> Got him. Take that. So you know. Story group. I do now have two different two in a row spots on my card here. I'm staring at four X's, baby. Everything's coming up, Josh. <laughs> Everything is coming up, Josh. Yeah, I'm crushing it. I'm crushing it. Um, what else we got so going on she, this episode? We, she doesn't come back um, at the end of the episode. Oh, yeah. She just escapes, right? And that's the mm-hmm. last we see her? Yeah. But yeah, we find out that they reunite every year. For the last, uh, and then for the last six years. Them. So, 
um, right. which dates them to how long um, she so she was in the resistance at the very beginning. Yeah, when Leia puts out the call, she joins up. But then Taurus says this thing about like you, you used to say, Dad, that the galaxy needed mom when I was a very, very little. But it's like it was only six years ago. She only left six years ago. Whatever. Mm-hmm. Well, I think oh, uh, one thing I think it's clearly pushing, um, and I'm curious if this is actually going to end up being the case is the Kaz and Tora relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, normally, when they push relationships, I kind of, like, don't like them and think that they don't actually lead to anything. Like the Rebels one or the, like, what was it, two or three Ahsoka ones? <laughs> but... Um, I think they're doing pretty well in developing um, the friendship between Tora and Kaz, where Kaz is just like, you doing something stupid? Hey, I'm the king of stupid. Yeah, he says, what is it? Poorly thought out plans are right up yeah. my alley. Classic. Classic Kaz. Classic Kaz-tastrophe. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Shout out to Hype for yeah. that great line. Nice going, Kaz-tastrophe. Oh, boy. Um... So that was pretty good. I appreciate, uh, on a macro level, so much of Star Wars, so much of film, so much of fiction is always concerned with dads. I'm pretty over uh-huh. it. Uh, pretty, pretty over it. So it's cool that rather than just being like, oh, she died a long time ago, and now dad is in pain. They, you know, she has a mom. Her mom's out there doing things. Yeah, they, they flipped the script. You know. And and that her and Commander Captain Admiral General Big Man Doza aren't divorced or even I, maybe they I don't know it didn't seem like it like they're still a family they're just apart and you know there's a lot of real world stuff with that my dad's been deployed that's a thing there are families who are you know apart um, so you know it was interesting it's not something you see that often I guess you know like I said usually it's just like oh mom's dead. Oh, mom! Mom left a long time ago. Ooh, you know. So, I, I like so, that it was a, a new take on that. Did, I'm just happy I got the. Did the little kid Josh and you have flashbacks as you were seeing Tora go through all of those emotions? Is that is that what you're saying? Nope, did not even occur to me until we were talking huh. about it just now. That's pretty cool. Um, do you have anything else? Um, I've got the, ep- ne- I have the next like, episode. Not even, right? Like, this episode sucks. Um, uh, when, when Jace Rucklin shows up and he's got a gun on Vanessa and uh-huh. Tam, and he's like, put that gun down, boo, 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 boo. He may as well have just been saying, my name's Jace and I'm very unintimidating. Um, he didn't get clowned irreparably yet, but that's that's definitely coming. Uh, didn't know if we knew Doze's first name yet or not. I think we may have. Oh, Annual. I always thought it was Steve. I thought it was Hannibal. Uh, yeah, I yeah I I got I got nothing. I mean, you know. Um, it was not as know, it was not as right bad there. as Josh is making it seem to be. Um, 
our episode? Th- this episode. I didn't make this episode seem bad. You said bad. this episode sucks. No, yeah, I'm talking about this oh episode my gosh. of our podcast. Anyway. Um, this episode of Poe Voice sucks. <laughs> Last week was so oh good. Oh my gosh, Josh. Stop talking. Um, so, this episode, next week's episode, um, the Vox Vortex 5000. Hype takes the aces to race at Vranke's uh, Casino, run by Vranke the Blue, which is a hut. Yeah, and I've looked up, I, I ended up coming across a lot of the guest voice cast for that episode. It looks like we've got some some cool cool uh, performers and, and cool characters coming up. I do want to just, since you said Fox Vortex 5000, I think, and I'm looking now to verify, Resistance has a pretty good track record with episodes that have some sort of space proper noun in it. The most recent, we had that Hunt on Celsor mm-hmm. 3. Well, that one was okay. Where they shot the monster. Yeah, that, that was all right. I liked the episode before that one better. But there were also some episodes in season one that had very space-related names that were pretty good. Um, we, of course, have... Signal from Sector 6. Signal from Sector 6, 6, 6. That one was solid. Station Theta Black. That one was solid. Um, so, you know, anytime, anytime. No, that's it. That's it. So, I don't even know what I'm talking about. But, you know. Space names are cool, so whatever. Well, so listeners, if you'd like to get a hold of us, um, we have an email, but please don't add us. Um, but we have a Twitter account, Poboys Podcast, um, at Poboys Podcast. So see you next week. Bye.